Hello, friends and listeners. This is your program with your host, Chat with Toy. How are you? How are you keeping? How is everyone been, uh, or been home, working from home with family and friends? It's actually bringing a good bonding with families, I guess. Tonight, I have with me one of my own uh, daughters, my own personal person. And uh, right now, I'm even though I'm in Ireland, thanks to technology, I'm far away with one of my daughters all the way in the United States of America. And uh, this is a young lady who is so passionate about mental health. And uh, she goes to school, you know, talking to people about mental health, talking to young people. And today she will give us a kind of enlightenment and uh, try to educate us and um, let us know about mental health further. And uh, she will tell us more about what she does and everything like that. And I know we are all going to have a good time. So sit down, have a cup of tea and get along with me on Chat with Toyi. Today I have the pleasure of bringing to you one and only Mary Tomi Obidei from the United States of America. Tomi, you're welcome Hello, to the program. Hi, thank you so much. It's nice yeah. to be here. Nice to talk with you. Good. Good, good, good. I'm doing the recording now in Ireland. It's mm-hmm. 10 minutes to 12 yeah. midnight. And uh, Tomi, what time are you in California at uh, the moment? Basically about 35 p.m. over here. Wow, wow, look at that. Anyway, thank you so much for honoring the invitation to be with me on this program. And uh, I just want to ask you, you still talk about yourself, mm-hmm. but I just want to ask you, what is mental health? Um, <laughs> so mental health definitely, of course, is your mind. Of, I guess mostly in our emotions and how we think, how we process things, our perceptions, our, just everything, and of mostly in our mind and how we process things and how we do our day-to-day things through aspects. But of course, now in society, we talk mostly about um, you know the stigma or the bad parts where we talk about, okay, are you actually mentally healthy? Are you actually taking care of yourself? Are you able to, you know, think about things, process with men, and then maybe move on still in life? So there's so much different aspects to mental health. It's not just only like your emotions, but just how you see things and how you learn and process and all that stuff. Wow. Wow. That's really huge. And that's great to know. But uh, talking about mental health, how can I tell if someone has a mental health problem? Um, the thing is, you can't really know. Of course, we have things where, you know, if the person was actually diagnosed with a mental health disorder, it's not like you can just see a person and say, oh, that person has a mental health, you know, issue or disorder, because we can't just judge people by the way we see them. The only way you can know is if they actually got a diagnosis from the doctor, from a psychiatrist, and that doctor or someone says, okay, you have this mental health disorder with this, whether it's bipolar disorder, depression, um, you know, anxiety, whatever it is, you know, PTSD, it could be anything, but they have to diagnose. You can't just say, oh, I see you and you're acting different, you're acting weird. You have a mental health issue, you have a mental health disorder. 
so we can't just say it that way unless that person tells you saying oh i was diagnosed with bipolar disorder i was diagnosed with depression i was diagnosed with anxiety or whatever it is you know so yeah so you mean uh a diagnosis has to happen before we can say someone actually has mental health issues is that what you're saying or mental health problems so you can't just blatantly see someone and because maybe they act a bit different from you maybe because you see that they look like supposedly quote-unquote how society says crazy right um you can't just assume and you can't just judge and say oh yeah that person has a mental health issue or that person's crazy or that person has this you can't just judge until that person tells you and says yes i was diagnosed from the doctor and i have this this is what i have then you could say, oh, yeah, I know because I got to know this person. I know that they told me that they have this. And even though they, you say that person has that disorder, you don't still go out and say that person is crazy because they have their disorder. Because that's what we call stigma. And that's setting that person apart from others and then making that person feel like they're not a part of society. Because just because a person has a disorder doesn't necessarily mean that everything is wrong with them. They just have an issue. It's like when you go to the doctors and you have you're hurt in your body, right? We know people that have cancer, we know people that have illnesses, we know people that have so many things. But we still don't associate that person with their illness as their identity. So that's the same thing with mental health. Like if a person tells you, well, I have a disorder, we don't go and say, oh, that person's identity is now that disorder. No, that person is diagnosed with that disorder, but doesn't mean they're actually that disorder. There's so much more than that. So it's just because Oh, that's good to know. But you see, culturally Mm -hmm. speaking, like I have an African background and uh, I am a Nigerian uh, by birth. Mm -hmm. And does that mean that, you know, in Nigeria, when they say somebody has mental health problem, uh, there is this notion that the person have a psychiatric right. problem. Are you saying that we are all mentally healthy? Well, the thing is as well too, it's like I would think in a certain extent, though, we all have our things that we all deal with, right? And our definition of where we're at in mental health is different. I can't say, oh yeah, we're all this because we all go through issues and we already know this back in times, right? Everybody goes through their times in life, right? It's the only thing is when you want to become mentally healthy or if you are, it's what are you doing about it? Because if you know you're going through something, right? But you choose not to try to fix it or you choose to suppress your feelings, you choose not to say it, talk about it, take care of yourself, then that can be worse to the point where you're now becoming mentally unhealthy, right? And so it's more of a sense of it's more of like what you do with it and how you're trying to overcome whatever you're you're going through and, and all that stuff so it's i think in that certain sense that we all have our autonomy and we all have to make a decision in our life to say you know what i want to be mentally healthy or i am mentally healthy because i'm doing this right so first that we all are mentally healthy but it's also to are we acting on it and then we're actually doing something to make sure we're mentally healthy and all that stuff how can I help? How do you think we can help someone who has mental health issues? If someone comes to me now that she he or she has mental health issues, what are the how, how do you think I can help that person to get better or contribute to the uh, mental health of that person? The person be mentally healthy now. 
What are the things you feel I can do as a friend, as a family, as a colleague of somebody having mental health issues? What do you think I can do to help the person so that I don't have to the problems? Yeah, I mean, um, basically just actually just talking to them and talking to them a bit more. That's if they feel open to talk to you what they're going through. Letting them tell you their patterns of how they process things or do things. Like if they do a certain type of activity or certain thing, not for you to say oh why are you doing that you're crazy it's just like okay i understand this but they told me that i'm trying to get to know them more trying to see okay you're more than just this but also understanding okay if you're in a time where you know they're in a funk or they're this way or that way because of the disorder trying to understand and say okay i'm not going to get mad because they're doing this i'm understanding this because we talked about it and communicated about this so if they now say okay well when i do this certain type of thing please i need you to help me or when you see me like this or sad or whatever, I need you to do this, you know? And that's because you guys, you have asked them to say, hey, can I learn more? Or you research on your own, but then you also communicated with them. And a lot of people always just want you to communicate with them and actually sincerely want to help and not just say, oh, you're just acting this way. No, you communicated and then you guys are talking about it. And then from there, you know that if they need help, you know how to help them accordingly. Because the only way you're gonna actually know what's going on with them is if you ask. <laughs> And is if you actually know about them and if you just assume right because that's the thing i want us to understand is that we don't want to just assume things we don't want to just judge people we don't want to just say oh because you do this that's who you are no mm. you actually need to talk to that mm. person you right. communicate to them and when you guys mm. have that dialogue when you guys actually get disorder even if they just have time where they're really sad this is where we also have community resources. I'm not sure how what the resources out there for mental health are in Ireland, but I know in the US we have a lot of mental health resources. So we know that if people really need um, any type of resources out there, we always make sure that you give it to people so they have those access and a lot of them are free, the 24 hours. So this is your time also too to start seeing, okay, what are the resources in place in my area? What are those things that have been given in our in Ireland that are able to help the other people so then if someone I know that needs help we can we talk to each other they're saying that they're having thoughts of suicide they're going through a really tough time I know that I can give them this number or I know that I can help them talk to a therapist or I know I can help them to go see a doctor or see this or see that so it's just really making sure that you communicate at all times you don't want to just assume all the time you really want to communicate to people and hear what they have to say and give them that time to talk because if you do that they feel more comfortable to actually want to get help when you take the time to listen to them wow thank you so much because uh, you see one thing you mentioned it's uh, you can't just see somebody and say oh this person have mental health problems because uh uh like uh it might be their own uh, there are different cultures uh-huh. there are different things there are different ideas about life what is acceptable in my own culture might not yeah. be acceptable in another person's culture right. and what is not acceptable in my own culture can actually be the in thing for another culture so we shouldn't be judgmental mm-hmm. thank you so much mm-hmm. for that that really blessed me and another thing i want to ask you is what can healthy people do to avoid the issues i know in this time with everything going on in the world finances you know viruses uh different things that is happening with families uh breakdown in families people losing their job even people you know taking on board 
uh, using credit card, going for yeah. loans and all that. It can be, might be placing so much demand on people. But what can elderly people do to avoid the mental health issues? Yeah, I mean, this is where we kind of go into self-care. So we always talk about a lot of protective factors. So when you have close to family, friends, when you have a good neighborhood, when you have those things. But we know many times not everybody has all those things. So this is where we talk about resiliency and how to increase that. But when we talk about resiliency, which means basically when you bounce back from hardships, this is where you want to make sure you practice self-care. And so that's where we were talking about when I was saying the awareness and, and realizing that, hey, I want to go get help for myself. I want to be in a better place. I don't want to be stuck in this how I feel. Maybe yes, I'm diagnosed with a, di- um, with a disorder or not, I still don't want to feel this way how I feel because I know it's not good. And so when you realize that and say, you know what, I want to take care of myself, that's the step. But then now seeing what are healthy ways, because many times people say, okay, I'm going to take care of myself, but they're going to do unhealthy things like um, maybe alcohol mm. drugs, doing things that you just know it's just not going to help them. It's only temporary. It's only to maybe cut out the pain, how yeah. they're feeling. So this is where you, um, for anybody, and even this too, if you know anyone, this is where you want to just hide in first to do um, healthy coping mechanisms. So self-care, maybe if the person likes to walk, maybe the person likes to dance, maybe the person likes to read or whatever it is, draw, start seeing what are the things you like to do to take care of yourself when you're stressed out. Because we all get stressed, right? We all get times where in life it's highs and lows, it can be good, but then we know in life things get bad. But what are the things you're going to do that when life does get you down, Wow. And so you make sure wow. you that's so good. Thank you so much. And uh, one more thing do Christians yes. have mental health issues? From your experience, you know, we are Christian. I am a Christian, and you, I know mm-hmm. you are a Christian as well. Uh, yeah. Do you think pre- Christians have mental health issues or we are excluded because we have Christ? Are we, mm-hmm. you know, are we okay? We don't have mental health issues, or do we? Um, I think in my opinion, this is my opinion, yeah, we do, Christians, just because we're a Christian, we're exempt from any type of things that happen to us. Mm. I think it's just in the sense that with Christians, because especially with the community, um, we, in a way, do handle it a little bit better. I'm not saying everybody, Good. but just in my, what I've seen, but it's, that's why community is huge. And you, you see that when you come to church, when you have gatherings, when we have Bible studies, all those things, it really does help people. Um, to really come together and really, you know, pour out what they're going through. And when you see that stuff, especially when Christians are coming together, it's like kind of like a hospital. You're able to pour out whatever you're feeling and have someone help you out for that minute to kind of just get you better. And so then you leave out of that place better. You don't leave this, you don't come, you don't leave that place the same way you came there. And so I know definitely for sure, you know, with Christians, we do have mental health issues, but it's just also too, we have to know that it's a, where are we at when it comes to actually taking care of ourselves many times and i think because of you know we always think okay pray about it pray about it right and i believe prayer is amazing and i do believe in prayer but there's times too where if someone is going through more stuff we gotta we gotta tune in a bit more not just say okay go pray about it no maybe we need to sit with them maybe we need to talk to them maybe we need to go through the times and even jesus says this that there's going to be trials and tribulations that come right but it's the way we do about it. And if we just yeah. say, oh yeah, just pray about it and leave it and we'll be okay. 
it, it makes that person feel like well but you didn't really want to just take the time to hear me out and maybe that person yeah, and uh, that that's very interesting to know that we are christians the bible say we are in the world right. but we are not of the world so if there is anybody that have challenges with their mental health or they have right. mental health issues what you are saying in essence as a professional and a christian is we cannot just sit down and say we are praying about it without going to the professionals and without going to the root of you know i need to be okay and uh, i know prayer works but i still need to do something about it because the wisdom that you are using as a mental specialist and you know the people in the area of mental health issues is being given to you by god so when we come to people like you we are just recognizing that grace of god upon your life and we are not just saying it's like saying oh i'm hungry but i will pray about it the food will come to me in my house the food will cook itself without going to the restaurant thank you so much because you see most times i just realized that we spiritualize yeah. things and we put mm-hmm. religion in it and don't, that doesn't mean we're a strong christian but we just right, want to put this right, facade right, right. this block of you know i'm a christian oh yeah. everything will be okay so thank you so much for that and you know Mm -hmm. i want to ask you because a lot of people my own generation they think that the social media world put more pressure on people especially on young people what do you think about that with your own experience as a you know as a mental elder specialist Um, yeah so i i definitely feel like yeah social media does play a huge role because right now there's cyber bullying happening a lot where people basically will maybe you post a picture you say something people maybe review in comments and there's times where we hear a lot of stories mm. things where people say yeah these these people on my social media they always say these things to me every day and it's hard for me to get off my instagram or wherever and they're saying this and then you know to the point where this person's getting really sad and really mad or whatever and it, it really gets a lot of consequences wow. so yeah for sure i i am i don't know for wow. sure like on research where if it's really the pinpoint but i would say that the cyberbullying does or even like that sense does add to that it's just a it's a risk factor we call it and we say risk factor is basically a stressful event that can um really make change that person's life so we say it's part of the problem we don't say that's solely the problem because we can say that a person that's going through a lot of things maybe having depression or having thoughts of suicide is probably going through multiple things there's never more things on them they're seeing a lot more things right they're exposed to a lot more things it's just a it's a time that a lot of kids nowadays like you see a four-year-old and they're already thinking about hurting themselves and you're like how did how are you you're four years old how are you thinking this already how did you know about that because they're exposed to so many things yeah kids we're hearing a lot of elementary kids now that are you know you know hurting themselves all these stuff like i don't know about if they're also dying by suicide but it it's starting really young now and that's the thing where it's concerning it's the thing where we have to understand where it's where it's just happening why is it that and uh, thank you so much that's an eye-opener somebody for (laughs) you my goodness right the way you said it is like something is my throat of 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 me like no no no, yeah yeah yeah, and now 
as a yes. young person now, maybe I'm 14, 15, or 15, 16, 17, um, uh, my identity and my self-worth is being threatened low moment. What, what, what would you advise me to do? Um, of course, yeah. So as a young person, I will say, like, if you can get help or talk to somebody, go talk to somebody like you shouldn't try to hold that in you shouldn't think oh no one understands because i bet there's someone that understands and i understand there's times where we're like we don't want to talk to our parents because they don't understand we don't want to do this but there's probably one person you can talk to that does understand and if it's just that one person you can talk to that is definitely great and start to see I don't know that that's just something that I'm always thinking like people just need to talk it out or just say it out because we suppress it too much especially that sometimes we always say oh don't cry don't do this don't do that so it makes it feel like that kid can't say anything of how they truly feel um and so mm. yeah I did kind of I didn't need you know if I go to my mom now mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 16 and I go to my mom and I'm like oh I don't think I'm mentally yeah. okay Will I say it that way or should I just tell my mom I need to see a doctor or should I go to the school and say I need to talk to a teacher, I need to speak to a counselor? What do you think would be the appropriate way to go about this? Because, you know, like an African mother, I go to my mom now and I'm like, "Ah, I don't think I'm mentally okay, you know, they'll be screaming. Uh, so or i go and tell some of my friends i'm not mentally okay and that person goes to the mother and tell the mother oh toy is not mentally okay what do you think but should i now say i want to see my doctor or something what 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 do you think i I think it's just like i don't know like that one is just different because it all depends on each person i wouldn't say like oh yeah they gotta go see a doctor it's like there's no wrong or right right way to do it i think it's just making sure you can that i think it's more in the sense of the parents not really the kids i think it's something that parents need to be very open for their child like if their child comes like mom i don't feel right or something's going on with me or dad this is like not see scared but like what what are you thinking why are you doing that stop it don't do that you know like really say them like okay let's talk about what happened like let's let's talk about this and give them that space to talk I think that's something because I feel like kids do want to speak, but because of society and how many times we're like, no, you can't talk about this or no, you can't say this, it makes that child feel wow. like, kids yeah, do it want makes them feel speak. like, well, they're not gonna listen. Forget it. Like they they feel this way, or my mom thinks this way, or my dad thinks this way. So I'm just gonna I'm just not gonna say anything. So they want to speak, but it's they're always asking who is actually listening, who's ready to listen. And so if we're opening our ears or we're opening our minds and really coming with an open mind and just coming with a calm spirit, you're now giving that child space Mm. to just vent and tell you everything. And you will see even yourself getting like, wow, I'm understanding. And you even see that child getting closer to you. And you will see that child really feeling like, wow, I can Mm. trust my family or my mom didn't get mad at me. That even the way things are handled mm-hmm. in families and our relationship as teenagers yes. with our parents or our siblings, in a way where they're allowed to express themselves. Um, I, I'm saying that that's just still also a part of the fact wow. that it could be, it's not like a one thing, like, oh, that's just a problem. But it's, it could be something where it's like, man, that child feels like, well, I can't speak, I can't be myself because my mom or my dad says I can't do this or I have to be a good child, I have to be A++, I got to do this, I got to, you know, I have to show them that I'm a good child. 
but in reality we mm. go through things in life and if we don't allow that mm. child mm. to express themselves saying right now I just don't feel okay mm. then it mm. can get detrimental mm. for that child and it can get to a point where it's like then you start to see them acting out you start to see them hiding this is where we start seeing kids running away from goodness. home you start seeing you start mm. seeing things where you're like ah why are you doing this why are you running yeah. why are you not telling me things but because you didn't open up that avenue for them to tell you things you shut it wow. off so now they're telling people <sighs> other things um and they might end up you. telling the yeah. wrong person yeah they might end up telling yes. the wrong person yeah they might be gray and they are projecting themselves to the family as being white and they are hiding things and hiding it much more yeah. we give them stress and uh, we affect their mental yeah. health yeah. Uh, thank you so much yeah. thank you so thank much you. i'm so grateful for having you on this program thank today and i want you to know that uh, we still have you more we, we will be calling on you again sometimes because uh, we have so much to discuss but we don't have that much time because i have a time limit on this program mm-hmm. but just rounding up i just want you to kind of if you don't mind if you can pray for yeah. for everyone and our world today maybe in regards to mental health maybe there are people now that have had this and they want yeah. to take that bold step to go for counseling yeah. uh, checkup and all that or even people going through mental health issues mm-hmm. at the moment and they are ashamed of letting it out or discussing it and they are looking forward to mm-hmm. to you you know improving and being healed and be mentally healthy yes. can you just say a word of prayer to me yeah. for these people thank um, you very much definitely so dear heavenly father Amen. we thank you Lord, for this time we'll chat with Tony <laughs> it's really just beautiful that we can talk about mental health especially in the aspect of just what's going on right now lord um, we pray right now for all the families, especially for young people that are home and maybe they're not in the best situation right now. Maybe they're in a place where it's not healthy, where it's not fun, where it's scary, where it's abusive, where it's just, you know, where it's just not really good in this time that they have to stay home and now they're forced to stay home. And so I just pray, God Almighty, for anybody that's going through just a time that is just really hard for them and it's difficult, not just because only this coronavirus, but just because of other things. We just pray that you just be with them, God Almighty, and you help them in this time, Lord Almighty, that you cover them with your love, Lord, and help them to understand that you're there and that you're always just always there and that you love them so much, God Almighty. We pray that you just give them peace and give them calmness that they help them to see to see another day that they will continue on that they will have faith that you know what yes maybe it's not great right now but god almighty is still there and i'm able to still keep going god and i pray that you just bring people to them that can show them that great love that you have lord that yes we can't physically be there but maybe you know through facetime through instagram through whatever lord that that they're able to still connect with people lord so I just pray right now, God Almighty, for all the young people that you just be with them and bless them, Lord. I pray over even their parents and the adults, Lord Almighty, around Amen. them, that they'll be open to hear Amen. what their child is going through, that Amen. they'll be able to also continue to show love and pour into them, and that maybe go through the tough times with them, and that they won't give up on that and say, oh, that's how you are. No, that they would just take the time and just know that, no, my child is great, and they're just 
going through a tough time, but we're going to overcome this. And so you give parents and adults the strength that they need to continue on and to lead their family to greatness, Lord, and that they will lead their children to the will of you, God Almighty. And we just um, thank you, Lord, for this time again. And we thank you, Lord, that even amongst this chaos amongst this time Amen. you are still good you're still in control and we still know that you're still moving mountains and you're still moving Amen. ways and you're still helping people and you're Amen. still you're still just overcoming things Amen. and the fear that maybe there is happening in a lot of people Amen. we just pray that you cast that out in the name of jesus lord so god we thank you lord for your goodness we thank you lord Amen. for this time and we just give you all the glory and adoration forever Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank Amen. you. Thank, Thank you. This is nice. This is so nice. So me obedeye. It's nice having you yeah, on this program. Nice to and be uh, here. I can't thank you enough with the wealth of wisdom and everything you yeah. told us today. And for my listeners, <laughs> my chat is please there is help yes. out there yes. for you. Don't yes. be ashamed. Don't think there is something happening to you yes. that has never happened yes. before. And don't think there is no solution. There is help out right. there right. for you. It's like someone having a wound. You can't sit in the house with your wound. You need to go yeah. to the hospital. You need to go to the right people, the nurse, to clean the wound, to treat your wound for you. So if you feel you are having mental health issues or you are being bullied or you are having yeah. pressure, headache and whatever, you are feeling low and down, please, 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 don't sit rotten. There is help out there for you. There are people like Mary Tomi Ubidei that are there to cancel you, to look after you. And I wish you all the best. And I ask for God's healing upon your life. And until I come again, uh, until I come your way again, this is Chat with Toyi, wishing you all the best for now and the future. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you Tommy, once again. Thank God bless you. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Love Bye. You. Bye.